Three Circle Church. It never closed. Oh, the buildings sit empty. Empty chairs. The lights are on, but there's no one here. Just me and some cameras. But the beauty about the local church is the local church is not buildings. It was never meant to be. They, they closed the buildings, but they didn't close the church. In fact, Three Circle Church has never been more alive and vibrant and well. And why is that? Because Three Circle Church is a church that doesn't just have a name that describes where we are. Three Circle Church is a church with a name that describes what we do and what we're all about. Because my friends, the resurrection changes everything. The resurrection changes everything. That's what we've been talking about for the past few weeks here at Three Circle Church. The resurrection was a history-making, incredible moment. In fact, without the resurrection, the cross and the life of Jesus and all the teachings of Jesus, they mean nothing without the empty tomb. So we celebrate that. But what a lot of people don't realize is Jesus was on the earth, alive and well, resurrected in his power and glory for 40 days. He taught his followers. He walked among them. And we've been looking at those amazing events uh, during the Aftermath series. And today we come to the finale, the last moments that Jesus spent with his followers on this earth. Last week, we saw Jesus begin to give us a map for our lives. And today what we're gonna do is we're gonna see Jesus clarify that map and clarify the mission for our lives. Because the question of what's next, what now? after the empty tomb, is found in the Scriptures. If you have your Bibles or your devices, if you will, turn with me to the book of Acts. We're going to go to Acts uh, chapter 1, and we're going to begin in verse 6. It says this, So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? And he said to them, It is not for you to know times or seasons that the Father has fixed by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. And when he had said these things, as they were looking on, he was lifted up and a cloud took him out of their sight. And while they were gazing into heaven as he went, behold, two men stood by them in white robes and said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking into heaven? This Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven." Now, I love verse 8 and this section of Scripture that we just read because it is where we got the name of our church. I remember eight years ago when I came here, we began to talk about changing the name of the church. And we wanted it to be a name that encapsulated our vision and our mission, what Jesus wanted us to do. 
And as we began to look at that verse that promises us that Jesus will give us power, and when we receive that power from the Holy Spirit, we are to be his witnesses. And then he tells us where we're to be his witnesses. He says Jerusalem, and then Judea, Samaria, and then all over the world. When we began to look at that verse, we began to see three distinct circles, local, regional, and global. And we believe here at Three Circle Church that every single believer is called to the Great Commission, and every single believer has those three circles. We all have a local, we all have a regional, and we all have a global, every single one of us. And our lives are to be wrapped up in this great adventure that Jesus calls us into, to push our boats into the water and begin to follow him out into the great unknown. The adventure of our lives and the mission for our lives is to live the gospel, preach the gospel, spread the gospel everywhere we go. Now, often when we look at those verses, I think people begin to look at it in a way that it's not for them. They think that's just for missionaries. And when we look at the mission for the church, we often think that's just global. And we forget the fact that it is local as well. It begins in your living room. It begins right there where you are. It started in Jerusalem, their local circle. For some of us, God taps us on the shoulder and sends us across the world. For others, he sends us across the room at Starbucks uh, to the person at the table that we need to talk to. For others, he sends us to a different part of the country we already live in. But make no mistake, the command to go, the command to live and take the gospel with us into all three circles is for all of us. As I sit in this building, we call Three Circle Church Fairhope. I'm reminded that as this building has sat empty for two months, we often have thought that the church gathered is what it was all about. But we've been forced to realize We've been forced to embrace for the past two months with a global pandemic, this truth, that the church is not just a gathered church. We also must be a scattered church. And as we look at the three circles, we begin to realize that that was the call all along for us to not just stay put, but to be an influence wherever we go. A church that gathers well should also scatter well. In fact, I think the number one way to tell if we're doing a good job when we gather, is take a look at how well we scatter. What does our Christianity look like when we're at the ball field, when we're at work? And if we see Christianity as a Sunday weekend experience where we come in, hang out at church, and then we go live the rest of our lives, the rest of the week, doing it our own way, not thinking about the mission, then we have missed the point of the commands of Jesus. Those three circles, they're for all of us. And in fact, as we take a look at how important these three circles are, I think we need to look at some stories. And the first place we're gonna find one of those stories, one of those maps that someone drew lines all over, we need to go down to Mobile Bay again. Mike and Sally, man, thank you so much for letting us come into your beautiful home here and uh, talk to you about your journey. So we are in the Aftermath series. We're right. talking about those 40 days that Jesus was on the earth between the resurrection and the ascension. And during that time, he did a lot of things. He taught his disciples many things. But one thing he did is he gave them a map and a mission, basically, for their lives. 
And I love old maps, uh, especially here on the coast. Uh, I think maps of the coastline, Mobile Bay, are, yeah. are just so beautiful, right? There's such right. adventure to it. Well, when it comes to adventure, we were thinking you guys lived a great adventure just over the past few years of your lives. So before we talk about the, the big trip you took a few years ago, let's just talk about how much this place means to you. I mean, if, if we throw the dot on the map of Fairhope, Alabama, in this area, just how deep do the roots go for you guys here? Yeah, so uh, actually the roots go deeper for Sally than it does for myself because you kind of like grew up here and this was home for you all these many well, years. Well, I'll say my age, I'm 62, and so I've lived in Fairhope for 62 years. Mm-hmm. And so uh, in 1994, we actually moved back here to begin uh, to plan a church, to start the new church called the Bay Area Baptist Church. We've been living in Tuscaloosa. In Tuscaloosa at the time. Mm-hmm. So A lot of people and, may not realize you guys, are right. the fa- you're the founding pastor of yeah. Three Circle, actually. Yeah. So. Yeah. So that happened in 1994. So we've actually been here 26 years back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. so this place means a lot. Yeah, this is home. Okay, so you you were doing ministry, and you were a part of the Three Circle staff, Mike, and, right. and of course doing an amazing job, and you, you've been a teacher here in this area, mm-hmm. and you're just living life, and all of a sudden God does what he does, right? Taps you on the, on the shoulder. How, how did up. that happen, Mike? <laughs> Right, right. So there at the church, I was the missions pastor for, for a number of years right. and had been leading these mission trips to different places, Cuba, Guatemala, Honduras, and Costa Rica. So after a couple of uh, trips to Costa Rica, the, the things that were happening at the time, it was just very clear God spoke and said, this is where I want you to be. Costa Rica. So Costa Rica. you guys, with yeah. how many grandkids did you have at that time, Sally? Five. Five grandkids mm-hmm. who you adore. Your children, your three kids, home, friendships, you guys, you know, everyone that knows you, loves you, you have all these deep relationships, and and you feel that nudge, that tap on the shoulder, and all of a sudden, your map got a new line on it. Right. Uh, Like the apostles in Jerusalem, I'm convinced they thought they were going to stay there forever. And God, by chapter 5 of of the book of Acts, is, is moving them out of Jerusalem. That's right. So suddenly, you go from Fairhope, Alabama to Costa Rica. Uh, Yeah, we were there for two years. Two years. So uh, we left family, we left grandkids, the church. Church. You know, that was was a big deal for us. I remember that conversation when you walked in the office. And when I walked in the office, I said, hey, Chris, I need to talk to you. Yeah, right. and and man, that was hard. That was hard. That was hard. But it was just so clear that God was saying, this is what I want you to do. This is where I want you to go to continue the mission, to to work with our sister church there, Iglesia Casa Vida, right? To to encourage them, to serve them, and and that was just it was just very clear that was what God wanted us to do. Wow. So Sally, how how was it for you? So Mike comes in and tells you, I feel like this is what God's leading me to do. How how hard was that for you? My testimony is completely different. It was <laughs> a big struggle, whereas okay. his was. Let's go. Excitement, adventure, God's calling us. Yeah, this is our next great adventure. A a peace, you know, Mm. we've got to do this. Mine was, he's pulling me along because it was a real hard struggle for me. But I I have learned through all of it that God's will may not be easy, but it's always worth it. Oh, man. And And it's always good. It may not be easy, but it's always good. God blessed me with 20 grandbabies in Costa Rica that I'm still in touch with today. So That's amazing. He met all our needs. So those two years became a beautiful story, a beautiful Mm -hmm. chapter in your adventure called Life. Yes. Right. Uh, And then God taps you on the shoulder and says, it's time to go back. Right. 
Tell me this, how do you guys think your obedience to God's pulling you to Costa Rica? How has that changed you? How has that made your faith stronger, your walk with Jesus stronger? It, it really has grown our faith because what we got to see, what, what we got to see God do in every place that we ser have served, and especially in Costa Rica, we have seen what I like to say is God shows up and shows off. Mm -hmm. You know, in every place that we go, even here, God shows up and He shows off. When you live on mission, when you're willing to be obedient to that great commission, yes. you know, and when you're willing to go to make disciples, God shows up and He shows off. And when He does that, it just grows your faith. You know, when you get get to see God do only what God can do, yes. man, it just blows up your faith. Yeah, you realize you're in a story that's bigger than you. Yeah, than bigger than, than you, you are. Yeah, that's right. That's huge. What does the Three Circle name mean to you? Because you were a big part when we said, we're going to change the name of the church yeah. to Three Circle. Yeah. And you were one of the early ones that said, I love this. Yeah. This is who we are. Why does that name mean so much to you? Yeah, I remember us having that conversation. I think Pastor Russell actually came up with the name after the, the sermon series that, yes. that you were doing. And it just fit, you mm -hmm. know. It was just the right name for the church that describes who we are and yeah. what we're called to be about right. and called to do. That we're called to be about the gospel called to to be about sharing the gospel both locally, regionally, and globally, mm. taking the message of the good news of the gospel yeah. to the ends of the earth. Yeah, That's what we're called to do. That's what we're all to be about. So what's interesting about that is you guys went from Fairhope to Costa Rica, but before you took that trip to Costa Rica, God tapped all of us on the shoulder, and you were a big part of that, Mike. I mm. remember you and I drove across Mobile we Bay to Midtown Mobile and uh, about five, six years ago. And Sage Avenue Baptist Church wanted to talk At the to time. us. That's right. Pastor Phil Boyles was the pastor That's there, right. who we love. He's a part of our team now and, and just an amazing guy. But we went and we met with the deacons of that church, We, you and I, for several hours. And we talked about the possibilities and what God could do, right. but it was so hard. Yeah. And we could see that God was, was beginning to move us in that direction, but it seemed so difficult. And you and I get in in my car. We're headed back across Mobile Bay yes. from 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 Mobile to Fairhope. And I looked at you and I said, "Do you think we should do this?" And what did you say, Mike? Yeah, I remember you asking that question. Should we do this? Is this is this the right thing for us to do? Are we kind of crazy for even having this conversation? Yeah. And I just remember the, the, through that conversation, looking back at you and saying something like, "If we don't do it, Pastor Chris, if we don't do this, who else will?" Mm because it was such a, a clear need for that community yes. to keep that church right where it was, not to move it. That's right. Not to move it out to the suburbs or anywhere else, but to keep that church exactly right where where it is, where it was, where it can, will continue to be reaching that community for Christ. Yeah, and what God has done there over the past five or six years mm -hmm. has transformed that it church. It really has. It is now a vibrant church doing incredible ministry. Yeah. The team there with Pastor Micah and his team are amazing. And in fact, amazing. I think there's some great stories to be told there. So I think we're going to head to Midtown right, right. now. So, Marcel and Whitney, it's so good to be here at Midtown. We are in the middle of our Aftermath series. We're looking at those 40 days between the resurrection of Jesus and the ascension. And we're looking at different stories. We're now in Acts chapter 1. We're at the last moment that Jesus had with his followers on the earth. And in particular, we're looking at verse 8 that says, You will receive power from the Holy Spirit, and then you'll be my witnesses. And then he begins 
in a local circle, Jerusalem. Then he says you're going to go to Judea, Samaria, a regional circle. And then he says all over the world, the global circle. And that's where we get the name Three Circle Church. Well, you guys definitely have recently put a big mark on the map of your lives. Yeah. So you guys started in Orlando. You're both from Orlando, is that right? Yes, yes. born and raised. Born and raised. Born and raised. Tell, tell us just how much Orlando meant to you. You love that place, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Orlando's everything. I mean, born and raised, that's all you know. Yeah. You know, I mean, you travel outside of state, but you know that Orlando is home. That's where every, everybody is. That's where love is. That's where home right. is, you know, so... Yeah, and, and for a lot of us, like obviously that's where we started our family. That's where we met each other. That's where mm-hmm. everything began for us as a as Team Joseph, if you will. So Team Joseph, um, so <laughs> you guys met in Orlando. Obviously. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. So you that the roots were deep oh, yeah. in Absolutely. Orlando, and then you guys felt the tap on the shoulder. Yes, yes, yes. So that was that was weird, right? Because yeah, you want to say? It? Well, it was weird. it was like God just shook everything up. Um, financially, um, stability, just yeah. everything was just shaken up. And okay. it was almost like he was like shaking us, like, wake up. Like, there's a transition about to happen. And right. I need to yeah. be on board. Absolutely. So in order to get you on board, I have to make you uncomfortable right. everywhere. So it was just like, it was like chaos. Yes. You know? Yeah, in a lot of ways. And so we like, we knew that we had to do something different. Mm. We wasn't sure what it was. We didn't know what it was. Um, and then it got to the point to where we even, we started praying. And uh, we even fasted for like three days. We uh, did, we did the, the Ezra, Ezra fast. fast. Uh, we, wow. we, we fasted for direction. And so, yeah. like, God, like, what are you doing? What are you And, want? you know, that's when it's getting serious when you stop eating. At yes. least for me. I mean, it's like, yes. <laughs> now we're getting serious. Now, the yes. thing is, is Three days. we even right. asked our children because it, it was like, it, it was just, it was a family decision. Right. Um, it was just something was, something needed to happen and we needed direction. Mm. I remember asking Zari, I'm like, do you want to fast with us? And she was like, and I told her. Wow. I'm like, we're thinking about moving. We don't know why. Like, we don't know where this Wait, is coming where from. Where are we going? Yeah. You know, it was just like. And, it, and, and you, you have a family. So how many yes. kids? Two. Two. Two incredible, yes. beautiful kids. Yes, they are. And they need to know that something's about to change. Oh, yes. yes. Now, so you end up going from Orlando, the mark you put on the map. Yeah. Uh, some of the people we're talking to today went from Mobile or Fairhope or the Gulf Coast out into the world. You you came from somewhere else yeah. to here. Yeah. Had you ever even considered Mobile, Alabama? No. Was that on no. the map of your life? Not at all. I remember myself. <laughs> Um, say there's an opportunity in Mobile, Alabama. I was like, Mo- I remember going to my phone like, Mobile, Alabama? Where is that? Right? And I'm like, <laughs> what is this? Yeah. I remember. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so weird. Like, even like sometimes, I mean, and we love it here. Like, we absolutely love it here. Right. We Like, the people that we've met, it's just incredible. The people that God has placed in our lives, yeah. it's just, they're just incredible. Mm-hmm. As you think about those three circles, uh, it's exciting, it's adventurous to, to follow Jesus out into the unknown. But it's also hard, isn't it? Yes. There's great yeah. sacrifice required. Yeah, you've been here a little over a year now, I think, and, yeah, and almost what, a year actually. Yeah, and what God has done has been unbelievable. Like what's happening here at the Midtown campus is so incredible. The lives that are being changed, and you guys have been a huge part of that. Wow. I mean, it's like a fast forward button got hit wow. when you guys showed up, and it's been amazing. But how hard has it been for you to to put that mark on the map? Uh, it was uh, it was tough. It was tough, man. It was a lot of work. Uh, but it was it was easy because of the culture that we're a part of. Um, I mean, Three Circle is just such a great organization. I've never been a part of 
anything like this. Wow. We've never been a part of anything like this. And so to come here to Mobile, Alabama, and be able to do ministry on this level and have the type of support that we have mm. uh, from our from our uh, global team as well as our our uh, campus team and all that stuff is just it's amazing, man. Like we, there's no way in the world I could have imagined being a part of something like this. Mm. And so when I saw it, I was like. This has to be it. And so we prayed, we prayed, we prayed. And so when we got here, we just hit the ground running. Well, what you've done has been amazing. And so, Marcel, you are uh, leading our worship here at Midtown, and you're leading our student ministry. Yes, sir. And Whitney, you are leading all of our children's ministries Mm -hmm. and just doing an amazing job. Uh, What have you seen happen over the past year? What have you seen God do that has affirmed for you and even confirmed that you made the right decision coming here? Yeah. Um, for me, definitely just seeing the kids smile. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I think about Jesus when you hear the stories with him, with the children. Like, all he wanted was them to, he was like their children. Let right. them laugh, let right. them play. And that's, for me, that was, that was um, just everything for me. You know, yeah. to see the growth and to see the kids actually want to be there. Like right. They desire to be there, yes. you know, and that's, that's everything. Wow. Yeah. I feel like our worship gatherings have transformed tremendously. Um, and I don't feel like it's 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 solely because of me. It's because of what God has done, mm. and um, and just to see like pretty much when I visited the 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 weight that was in the room yeah. to lift hands yeah. and to open up your mouth like it was it was mm-hmm. just weighty. And so right. now it's so much free like freedom in the atmosphere, awesome. and it's just it's just it's incredible, man. Just the transformation. Obviously, like the teams that we've built, you know, yeah. um, during this time. Like the people are great, and they're latching on to the vision and the mission, and so they want to see, uh, they want to see like more, and they want to experience more. And then even with our Hispanic brothers and sisters here, like it's just amazing just to be able to connect with them in song, you know, um, in different ways. Right. Something that we've been wanting to do as a as a ministry for yes. quite some time. So like yes. now we're doing it, and we see we see where it's leading, and we see how valuable it is yeah. to 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 those people, man. So. It's just, it's been incredible, like, to just see it, witness it, be a part of it. Yeah. It's its pretty amazing, man. It's interesting, the, the scriptures we're looking at today. So Jesus tells them the three-circle mission, local, regional, global. Then he ascends into heaven, yeah. and they all just stand there. Like, he told them, go, and immediately they didn't go. They just stand there. <laughs> if you read the scriptures we, we, we just read today, the angels show up, and they look at them, and they, they basically say, why are you still standing here? Come like, on. go, let's, let's get after it. Come on. Let's go put some marks on the map, right? Come on. But I do think even today we still have that mentality that we want to stay gathered and safe and comfortable in the church. Yeah. And what we've recently gone through has forced us to scatter Come on. and to take the gospel everywhere. So yeah. what would you say in closing, guys, to, to people who maybe are a little apprehensive about putting their mark on the map? Maybe it, and it's not moving away from home for most probably. Right. It may be walking across the the room to the person that they need to talk to about Christ. What, what would you say to someone about taking that step and putting a mark on the map? It's, it's worth it to listen and be obedient because the reward is always great. Mm. You know, yeah. any, any direction from God is, is the, at the end of it all, there's always going to be victory. Yeah. And you, wow. you won't see it. You don't know what the prize is. Just right. know that it's there. And, yeah. and it's not about the prize, yeah. you know, but yeah. just, just, just listen and be obedient. Listen yeah. and be obedient. Yeah. The Bible says that God is our great reward. Mm-hmm. And so we have to understand that when we are, are obedient to his word and to what he wants, yeah. uh, when we make the marks that he's called us to make, yeah. like he becomes our reward. And so regardless whether we see a tangible reward mm-hmm. uh, immediately or years down the line, like God is our reward. 
And so we have to keep him on our mind at all times. And so as a worshiper, my aim is always to be obedient because there, there can be no worship without obedience. And so that's what I would say, like be obedient. So if you hear God uh, calling you to a place, whether it's across the room or across the world, yeah. like be obedient because Whatever God will be your reward. All right, man, we are here now with my friend Jacob Baker. Jacob, thanks a lot for talking to us for a few minutes. So you are right now the, the leader of our missions movement here at Three Circle Church. We're so glad to have you on the team. But what's amazing is the journey you've been on. So when we talk about three circles, when we look at these verses in the book of Acts that tells us that by the power of the Holy Spirit, we're going to go local, regional, global with the gospel. Well, you have lived that out in your life. And so when I first came here as the pastor, you were in the middle of a transition mm -hmm. with your entire family, and uh, and you put some lines on this global map. Tell us how that went for you. Yeah, we, uh, in 2013, felt God kind of calling us to go full-time overseas, and um, we had no clue what we were doing, and so we wanted to go somewhere to learn first, and we ended up in Honduras for about 16 months. You were here. Yep. You had a dental practice. Yep. Kids, family, comfortable life here in Fairhope. Right. Yeah. God taps you on the shoulder and you go from Fairhope first to Honduras, Honduras. and yeah. that was to train and get ready. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then uh, when that time was up, we felt God saying both to both me and my wife uh, to go to a place that we never thought we'd end up. And that was to India. Wow. And uh, had no clue what we were going to be doing. Um, we knew we had a heart for children and orphan care and we knew India was the place. And that was about it. Amazing. So yeah. you go Fairhope to Honduras yeah. and Honduras all the way over to India. How long were you guys in India? We were in India for five years. Five yeah. years. So what's interesting about that is India is a wonderful place. Sure. Of course, you fell in love with the people. Sure. God did great things. Yeah. But it is a potentially dangerous place, right? right? For a yeah, family. For sure. Uh, for a family and, and specifically for, for young ladies, girls, uh, women, they are not treated that well there. And uh, so, yeah, with two daughters, uh, they were, I think, nine and seven at the time. And my wife, yeah, it was, it was, it was a bit scary yeah. uh, moving over, uh, moving overseas. How did you know, Jake? How did you know that God was telling you to go? Uh, during that trip, actually, uh, we had been praying about where our next steps would be. And um, I had just kind of prayed, hey, God, if, if you want us in, in India, let something crazy happen. Like things that we hear about in stories, just let something crazy happen. And while we were there... We had two different families from, from Hindu backgrounds come up and just, just ask us to pray for them. Wow. And uh, that was kind of, for me, that was God saying that was the place. Because that wouldn't normally happen. That, no. That doesn't, normally doesn't happen to me when I'm walking down the street. So <laughs> Right. Incredible. So as we look at these three circles, it, the Great Commission is for all believers. Sure. And I think what, what's so awesome is that you, as a local dentist, really believe that. And you began to listen to God. And sometimes it, it, when he says go, it means across Mobile Bay. Sure. Sometimes yeah. it means uh, across the, the floor at Starbucks to the table to talk right. to a guy. And then other times, in your case, it's all the way across the world. Right. Yeah, so sure. then, uh, not long ago, God tapped you on the shoulder again through some circumstances. Right. Said it's time to go back to Fairhope. How did that happen? Uh, last summer when we were back here, just kind of praying through kind of felt God saying that it was about time. Our time was, was coming, coming to an end in India. 
And then the Indian government decided to say that they weren't going to renew my visa anymore. So that, you know, God made it clear. Pretty clear sign. God made it clear it was time for us to come back. And so you go from India back to Fairhope. Now you're on the three circle team and you're helping us help people fulfill the three circle mission here at our church and as individuals. Mm -hmm. So I will never forget a conversation you and I had. It was at Dragonfly, one of our favorite places right. here in Fairhope. You had come home. We were one of your support churches. And uh, and I remember sitting down and talking to you and going, Jacob, how did you as a dad take your beautiful daughters to one of the most dangerous places in the world uh, to raise little girls? I'll never forget what you said to me, and, and I would love for you to remind me of it now. Yeah, being in the will of God is, is the most important thing. Right. And doesn't mean it's going to be easy. Um, doesn't mean everything's going to be smooth, but... Being where he wants you to be is, is the most important thing. And right. we find freedom in that. We find comfort in that, knowing that we're where he wants us to be and being used how he wants to use us. Absolutely. And I remember you looking at me and going, hey, the safest place in the world oh, yeah. for me and my family yeah. is following the will of God. Right. Uh, sure. There was a pastor that I used to love to listen to, and he had a statement. He said, I would rather walk with Jesus in the dark than walk in my own in the light. Oh, yeah. And, and such a such a great word to yeah. trust God. So what would you say to, to people watching or listening right now as we talk about three circles? Because I think a lot of times they think that's for guys like you. Oh, sure. Missionaries. But mission is, is yes, global, mm-hmm. but it's also very much local. Do you really believe in your gut, in your heart, Jacob, that the Great Commission and the three circle mission and vision of three circle church is for all believers. Oh, for sure. And and Charles Spurgeon has a great quote. I think I've shared it with you before. I love Spurgeon. But, um, if you're not a missionary, you're, you're an imposter. And what that means is God wants to use everybody. And, and, you know, us leaving in 2013, being at Three Circle for five years prior to that, people knew us. They knew we weren't perfect. Right. Uh, I, I think, I hope they knew that we love Jesus. Yeah. But we're not perfect. And we didn't have, um, you know, tons of... Uh, theology, education, or any of these things, but we love Jesus, and God wanted to use us, and he used us right here, and then he used us in other places, and that's what he wants to do for everyone, and that's in your homes and in your neighborhoods, your jobs, your workplaces, Um, and then sometimes it is. It's going across the bay. It's going across the ocean, but he wants to use all of us. What an amazing time of looking at all of these incredible stories of people, people just like you, people just like me, who felt the tap on the shoulder of Jesus to push the boat into the water. Sometimes the mark on the map goes from Fairhope to Costa Rica. Sometimes it goes from Honduras to India. Sometimes it goes from Orlando to Mobile. What about you? What do the three circles look like for you? What would it look like for us at Three Circle Church to actually begin to live out the mission and vision that our name encapsulates? What if we began to put marks on the map? Not just marks that go across the globe, but marks that go across the street from our house to the next house. What if we began to see our neighborhoods, our workplaces, our schools as sacred spaces? I love this building that we're in. I love every single building that we have at Three Circle Church at all four of our campuses. They're beautiful places. God has blessed us with incredible facilities, but that is all they are. They're buildings, they're brick and mortar, carpet, wiring, lights, air conditioners. They're great to have, but my friends, they are not the church. People ask me a lot, when are you guys going to open Three Circle Church back up? My answer, 
we never closed. Three Circle Church over the past two months in the middle of a global pandemic has been more vibrant and alive than it's ever been. Thousands of people have been touched and reached in different ways, whether it was food being delivered or virus tests being given by our incredible Hope Center, people making phone calls 24-7 to check in on the people who are a part of our church, or online broadcasts that have reached an audience that we could have never imagined. You can close buildings, but you can't close the churches because Jesus was never looking for buildings. He was always looking for a people. The people are the church, and that's never changed. And my friends, people are still the mission. It won't be long, and we'll be back in these buildings. These seats where I am, I can't wait to see them full of people again. I can't wait to see all of you. I can't wait to see all the new people that are gonna come into these buildings and worship Jesus. That is going to be great because it's clear in scripture, the church should gather. But if we gather well as a church, we should also scatter well. Scattering into our jobs, into our neighborhoods, into our schools, our colleges, every square inch of human life. We wanna go and place the flag of Christ and the gospel right in the middle of it. Because there's not a spot on a map where Jesus isn't king. And we are to live that out. So what about you? What are you gonna do with the three circle mission? What are you gonna do with the great commission? Where is your place that God wants you to go? Where are you supposed to be planting the flag of the gospel and Jesus Christ in your life? I invite you today to step out into the water, to take this great adventure. Let's go put some marks on the maps, local, regional, and global. Left behind 
like the sun is fading They're waiting for a cure no one can find I hear the children's voices singing Of a God who heals and rescues and restores And I'm reminded that every child in Africa is yours And it's all yours, God stars in the sky to the depths of the ocean floor and it's all yours God yours God everything is yours you're the maker and keeper father and ruler of everything it's all the sidewalks of Mobile, like Singapore, Manila, and Shanghai. I'm brushed by the beggar's hand and the wealthy man. And everywhere I look, I realize that just like the streets of London, for every man and woman, boy and girl, all of creation, this is our father. Depths of the ocean floor, and it's all yours, God. Yours, God. Everything is yours. You're the maker and keeper, father and ruler of everything. It's all yours, God. It's all yours. Everything is yours. 